Okay, we're right at 50 here in uh, Tupelo, but uh, mid-40s throughout much of North Mississippi. 7.15 right now. The All right, this is a good one. They uh, asked a whole bunch of parents what superpower they wish they had. And I'm assuming to help you in parenting, right? So uh, here's, uh, here's the list they came up with. Number 10, the superpower to help them in uh, parenting, super intelligence. But uh, I already have that. It doesn't help. Trust me. Yeah, it's too bad Janet's not here to reply to that. This would be something like oh. that. Yeah. Uh, coming in at ninth, talking to animals. Um, how would that help in parenting? And by the way, there's way too many people talking. I don't think we need animals chiming in. Uh, number eight, super speed. No, I'd rather slow things down rather than speed things up. Number seven is telepathy. Is to be able to read your kids' minds. That sounds like a good idea, but no, I don't want to know what's going on in there. Number six, super healing abilities. Right, I get this one. I think every parent would like to have that one. Super healing abilities. Uh, number five, super strength. So if I were just picking a super power, not necessarily to do with parenting, I'd always go with that. I'm always amazed that people pick other things ahead of that. Super strength. You know, somebody cuts you off in traffic and you catch up with them and you just, you know lift their car up over your head I don't know it's kind of a dream okay number four teleportation to go anywhere instantaneously I'm not a fan of that and here's why because I need you driving to places and listening to the radio that's how I'm feeding the family these days so not a fan of teleportation okay number three is time travel superpowers parents wish they had the aid in parenting time travel I don't, maybe you go back and fix mistakes or whatever. Time travel is a bad idea. I don't know if we ever get there in civilization to be able to time travel, but I don't think there'll be civilization if we're time traveling. We'll be screwing things up. Number two, flying. Again, how does flying help you in parenting? I don't know. That wouldn't be it. Number one, the number one superpower that uh, parents have indicated they would like to have to aid in the parenting process is invisibility. Invisibility. So you could kind of be like a fly on the wall with what your kids are doing, I guess. You could uh, spy on them very easily. And by the way, just on, when you ask people just superpowers in general, invisibility is always one or two, it seems like. Um, I guess there's some advantage to that, but I don't I'm not interested in that, I don't think. It, to me, you said, well, what superpower would you like in parenting? It would be to make my kids say and mean it when they say this. Yes, sir, Dad. You're right as always. I'll do that. That's what I want. That's it. And really, when it comes to superpowers in general, yeah, maybe super strength. But honestly, I just want the power to get through the night without having to pee. That would be my... The Daily... On Miss 98 is coming up next. Dumb stuff I found online. Dumb stuff I found online. Dumb stuff I found online. So I got a mark.
marketing degree. I was in radio and TV for a little while, switched over to marketing, and uh, you know, studied things like marketing research, but also putting together marketing campaigns for companies. And uh, it was really interesting, and uh, I've used some of that through the years. But when I see just a really horrible commercial on TV or a, a promotion, and you sit back and think, wow, what's shocking is how many people were involved in that bad decision. You take a big company, let's just pick one out of the air, Kraft. Let's just say Kraft, huge company. All right, their marketing department huge, and generally they would deal with an ad agency with a lot of people, and they put together a campaign. There's hundreds of people that would be involved in a decision, and you would think out of that group somebody would go, you think this is a good idea? So apparently, and I missed this, I guess, but Kraft has suspended a marketing campaign that they launched early in October for, uh, it was a way to send free boxes of mac and cheese to friends and family. And I guess what they wanted is for people to send pictures of mac and cheese, which that's noodles, right? So the name of the campaign was Send Nudes, N-O-O-D-S, Send Nudes. I, I, you know, I mean, hundreds of people involved in this decision. They've suspended it because of the backlash from many, many parents and others. Um, you know, things like uh, sexualizing mac and cheese, and it's just tone deaf. Look, I try not to be approved, but send nudes is your slogan for a for a product that is highly geared toward kids. even know so uh yeah mothers said the children were asking about sending nudes and they they did become concerned and they should have so that uh that campaign that's going to go down as one of the worst ever it really is send nudes wow okay let's change gears here um the institute for family studies did a study on um on cheating so um married people cheating and what they were trying to figure out is the age group that cheats the most and so the shocking answer that they found was that men in their 70s cheat on their spouses at a higher rate than any other ages men in their 70s between the ages of 70 and 79 26 percent of men cheat compared to 13 percent 70 to 79 and it doesn't change much when they get to 80 24 percent of men 80 years or older admit to cheating it really drops off for the ladies though just six percent of women in their 80s <laughs> any i never would have guessed that i probably would have said 40s maybe maybe 30s but it would have taken a long time for me to get to people in their 70s and 80s so there you go. I don't call them the golden years for nothing, I guess. Straight ahead on the Scott Show. Yeah, oh, I think I got a bite. I bet you didn't know. Okay, I bet you didn't know the first online transaction ever was Stanford students buying marijuana from MIT students. There you go. Wow. So, uh, what's the most searched tutorial on YouTube? 
How to Kiss. You really need a video for that? Just let nature take over. You need a video for how to dance and, you know, how to fix the washer. But nature will take over, okay? This, this one blew me away. The most dangerous job in America is president. Nine percent have been killed in office. So we've had four assassinated out of 45 presidents. So that's a, almost nine percent. A few others have died in office, but as far as being killed, four. Wow. So when female servers draw a happy face on the bill, you get your bill sometimes, and that's you see a little happy face on there. When female servers do that, their tips increase by 20%. So I'd put a whole bunch of smiley faces on there. If I was like, what does the guy put on there? Uh, a smiley face doesn't help him as much. Maybe he should try putting something else on there. But, whoa, I don't know what it'd be. Maybe some male servers out there can help me. What, would, what helps increase your tips? I bet a smiley face helps. It can't hurt. Right, And then finally, when the show Friends debuted, People Magazine gave it a D-plus rating in Time Magazine called the cast Dysfunctional Morons. Turns out, People in Time Magazine, they were the dysfunctional morons, and honestly, I give them a D-minus. Hey, hey. Yeah, Seinfeld got horrible, you know, uh, reviews early on. You know, sometimes they're right, sometimes they're wrong. Randy Hauser right now, man. You were raised on an asphalt. Scott Shaw and Miss 98. So, Coming to America 2 is Coming to America. Good morning, my yes. neighbors. Sort of. And actually, they're calling it Coming to America instead of T.O., the number two. And uh, originally, uh, it was going to go to the box office, but this has not been a year for box office success. Amazon actually has bought the movie bought the rights to it, and so it'll be on Amazon Prime starting on December the 18th. So you can see the uh, sequel to Coming to America. Uh, Eddie Murphy back as Prince Akeem, and it is uh, set, uh, I guess, after the events, obviously, the first one. He's about to become king, and he finds out he's got a son in America he never knew about. James Earl Jones is back. Arsenio Hall is back. Uh, John Amos is back. He was the McDowell guy that had the restaurant. That actually would be his father-in-law, right? Um, also, you've got Wesley Snipes and Tracy Morgan, Louie Anderson. Was he in the first one as an employee? I think he was at the restaurant. So uh, that's coming. Eddie Murphy sequels. So um, Beverly Hills Cop 2 was good. Three, not good. Um, Doolittle. I think both the Doolittles were okay. Um, what other sequels did we have? Didn't we have another 48 Hours? And that was pretty good. Um, so we'll see how this one plays out, right? Um, so let's come into Amazon Prime, Coming to America, the sequel. The number two, not the O. Hey, really, it's Coming to America, too. And uh, then tonight, we have the Billboard Music Awards. It's on uh, NBC, hosted for the third year in a row by Kelly Clarkson. Up for top country artists, Kane Brown, Luke Combs, Dan and Shea, Maren Morris, Thomas Rhett. There's some other country awards that'll be uh, handed out tonight. And uh, remember, we're one week away from the CMT uh, Music Awards. And they've added a couple more uh, entertainers to be a part of the program. Shania Twain, Morgan Wallen, Sam Hunt, and Gabby Barrett. And there's some collaborations. Uh, Kelsey Ballerini with Halsey 
Jimmy Allen with Noah Cyrus. They've got a new song out. And Luke Combs with Brooks and Dunn. The CMT Music Awards a week from tonight on CMT and a whole bunch of other channels, too. By the way, we'll uh, take another look at the AccuWeather forecast next. Hooray for high!